This is the Gore and Mole Podcast with your host, TJ Bowser, Chad Chrisman, and Wes Payne. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Gore More Podcast. This is your host, TJ Bowser, and joining me as always is Chad the Dark Lord Chrisman. What up, bitches? And bringing the pain as always is Wes Not Craven Pain. Going on. And our special guest, sponsor of the show, Rick Staczynski from 13X Studios. Hey, how's everybody going? So, starting with Chad, how was your week? My week hasn't been too bad, aside from... Worked all like crazy all week, and then this weekend it kind of felt like shit. I was really sick Saturday night, so I slept that off. I'm much better now, and I want to apologize in advance if I kind of distract you with some of my coughing and hacking back here. <laughs> I'm I'm alive. I'll, I will live through this. It's just a little bit of a cold. Uh, what about you, Wes? Uh, no, nothing. Last week did a lot of, you know, worked a lot. Uh, cleaned up a lot of dog shit in my yard. That <laughs> fucking dog I got, man. He just, he shits like you wouldn't believe you know, I got a bull master for people who don't know. And this oh dog just, God. you know, five to six shits a day. And, you know, the yard's covered within three. <laughs> so I got a big mountain that I, I was able to pile up like a volcano in my back by the garage uh, just to get it off the lawn. So can't wait to pick that up during this weekend. So that's all I got going on for me. What about you, Rick? Man, I got um, a big convention coming up next weekend. And it's um, two times a year. And um, they have a spring show and an October show. And um, just prepping for it, man. It's, I've been hammering out mass and staying up about 18 hours a day. Like today, I just did um, finished 35 Steve Dash masks and just got done with it. So it's been pretty hardcore, man. It's been pretty hardcore. Nice. Definitely. I finished up Friday. I ordered uh, stuff for my Strangers Print Night cosplay, my Halloween 8 cosplay, and my new part three on Mask Jason with the full face J- Demon Jason Stan Winston design that we love so much. Uh, You're doing a part eight cosplay? Uh, Halloween part eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got sent my masks out to Bad Masks. Shout out to Bad Masks for their Halloween repaints. Looks excellent stuff, buddy. Uh, and I sent my clothes are going to be sent to him also. And what else? My Pray at Night is from Horror School Studios or something like that. The guy's friends with me on Facebook. Really cool Strangers Pray Night Mask. But before we start the show, guys, uh, a little message from our sponsor and partner. <laughs> Gourmore is brought to you in part by 13X Studios. Rick Stavinsky's 13X Studios. Custom hockey masks, great quality. Find them at www.13xstudios.com and on Facebook at 13X Studios. Do you like photography, cosplay, and Friday the 13th? Then check out 13 Gallows Lane. You can find them on Facebook at Gallows Goes to Hell, on Instagram at 13 Gallows Lane, and on Patreon at Emily Helene. Warning, some content not safe for work. So, Rick, uh, you wanted to talk about a couple things about that happened today and talk and bring up some other things before we start the uh, Terrifier review. So uh, this is your time to shine, buddy. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I woke up this morning. I, I got about four hours sleep and I woke up and, um, you know, found out that um, John Beekler passed away. So that was a uh, suck, man. It's it, everybody's like it's 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 been rough on the horror community, man. And like I said, I know how much he means to Kane Hodder, who, you know, I'm very close with and. You know, it just, it's just, it's been a rough morning. Um, you know, his GoFund, every, all the horror community was kind of like, you know, helping out and chipping out and chip, uh, chipping in for the GoFund. And yeah, it sucks, man. It's uh, horrible. Do you got, do you know what happened to him? Um, cancer. Yeah, stage four oh, prostate awful. cancer. Awful. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I had a friend pass away my age uh, this year with uh, stage four can- lung cancer. Yeah. So that's awful. Sucks. Yeah. I ended up, um, I did this uh, back at Mad Monster. I I made this uh, Friday Thirteen Part Seven um, with a cancer ribbon on it for Kane, and it was cool because you know I gave it to him, and like he he was real emotional about it. And like Dawn even gave him a, my my wife Dawn even went over and gave him a little hug, and I knew what it what it meant for him. And um, but you know, like I said, the community really came together, and 
this guy was huge, man. He was huge in the business, man. He did a lot of stuff with, um, you know, a lot of movies he directed and he, um, did special effects. Yeah, man, it was, it, it was tough. And I made this, um, this limited edition, uh, Kane Hodder mask. It's, uh, pretty cool. It was kind of through the eyes of Kane, the clown one, which obviously we'll be talking about terrifier later. And, I did limit it 13 of each masks and pretty much, um, I was going to cut $10 of every mask on. So we were going to, you know, we're going to pay it a spooky empire. So I'm just going to donate to the family now and stuff, but it's, uh, it's been, it's been, been shitty, you know, it's been a rough moral heart. You know, the same thing happened when Steve Dash passed away. We all kind of come together and, you know, it's got to move on, but it sucks. Definitely. So Rick, uh, talk a little bit more about your business. Yeah, um, this November is going to be my third year. Pretty much, I'm I'm doing about um you know twelve to fifteen conventions a year. Um, I'm in twelve Halloween mega stores, which is owned by Danny. Uh, back in the day, you remember the kids worked for. I don't know if you guys were Jersey Shore fans, but uh, uh, Danny kind of ran the uh, the house, and all the kids worked for him. Well, he owns the Halloween man. Those oh. guys. Um, got a couple I horror features, um, which I horror are the ESPN of horror and one of my favorite people that they're, they're an awesome company on with them. And, um, one of my, my fun things that happened is, um, I got a, a deal with Kevin Smith, which basically someone took a picture of my silent Bob mask and sent it to Kevin's podcast. And a couple, couple days later, I got an exclusive deal and we've sold wow. out. Yeah. We sold out about eight, eight or nine times out of the, uh, the stash. And um, Kevin signs every mask, so it's pretty awesome. Did you get to talk to him? I I have, yes. Wow, man, and that's awesome. It was funny. I actually met Kevin in 2000 in the poker. I kind of played like poker, like kind of part time for a living. And my brother ended up winning a World Series of Poker bracelet. And actually, it was funny is Kevin was walking in the hallway at Rio because he was playing. Um, it got to be pretty cool that we uh we chatted and uh yeah, Kevin's cool and I uh Jay's awesome. Uh, me and my, the wife just went to see Jay at a comedy show in Orlando like a little while back. You know. You know, they were both at uh, Tampa Bay, or not Tampa Bay, um, uh, MegaCon Tampa. And that was last year. So, and they're shooting the uh, reboot right now. Yep. Yes, they are. I'm praying I can make a sneak on the shoot. So, I'm, I hope they don't ask me for next weekend when Spooky Empire is going on. But uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, that would be awesome out. if they did that. That's cool, man. Yeah. Definitely. So, aside from that, yeah, man, I'm just a full time business. I love what I do. And again, I wish I could be more upbeat. It's just been this morning, it's just been a crazy morning. And everything. Everybody's sad and down, so uh, it's uh, I'm usually more and more outgoing and, and positive and upbeat, and it's just it's fine, it's been man. one of those days, no, man. It's understandable. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I'll yeah. talk about some of the new products that you have at Spooky that are going to be available. <laughs> um, well, usually, I right now I used to just go with conventions with a certain amount of pit, and now I'm kind of basing myself between three to four hundred masks and. For instance, half of them are just all the Friday Thirteen styles, but you know all the the other half are just, um, just all different styles I made with pop culture or horror. And that's also something I want to talk about real quick. Is um, you know, in the beginning, you know, you get all the haters and you get all the people that love. You know, I went the route of just trying to make like a, a, a kind of make a like an affordable, fun mask for cosplays and autographs and stuff like that. You know, I didn't want to go into the face of masks and you know go that route. So I said, you know, I wanted to make masks, but kind of go the other route. Do some, do the pop culture, do the Freddies, and do the um, all the different uh, horror movies and stuff, Evil Dead and stuff like that. And then are the Chuckies. And then you know, for the pop culture world, you know, I'm going into doing Deadpool's and all that different stuff. So Joker's and Batman. So like, I don't know. I just want to go that route. So I guess judge me. You know, at least judge me on. You know, I. I'm just having fun and just living like a rock star, man. It's just like life every day is like a new experience for me. Mm -hmm. And it's just going out, having a good, what I do, I do a lot of charity stuff. You know, that's why I just avoid a lot of like just crazy people and talks and people hate on you're like, well, why did this is, there's another mark in the part eight mass. Why didn't you do it? I'm like, I, I put my own spin on it. Yeah, that's a little ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people, people just always, start people always the, the thing with people today is all the, the, you'll find anything to whine about. You know, people are bitches today, most of them, and everyone's <laughs> crying about something, you know? Yeah, definitely. So, it's just the way it is. You have to ignore those people. Those people are just, you know, toxic. I'm, I'm, I'm having the, that's what it's about. It's like, I don't care what anybody thinks of me. I don't care about my product, whatever. I'm just having fun, just going out, having a good time, man. I mean, this is how life fucking enjoy it and shit. So 
I own over 13 of your masks. <laughs> uh, well, thank you very wow. much, kind sir. Thank you. Very, thank you. Yeah. So I do care what people... Yes. <laughs> I cosplay with one of your masks. I, uh, you did. I'm going gonna, to gonna continue to do that. Uh, you're going to save good old Wes here from the, the annals of Lakeside Slasher Studios. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> not on this episode. <laughs> no, not, not, on the, not on here. Yes. I will uh, say this, uh, like, I never will badmouth anybody for anything that they've done. I love yes. the, you know, the hard work people doing it because I get it, man. I, I mean, I bust my fucking ass every day doing this. So I could only imagine some other people who are really going in and making, you know, I could pop out a, a Jason mask in an hour or two. Some people take a day or two. So it's like, it's like, I just, I have my own thing going. So I really don't care about anybody else. You know, so many other people have came to me saying, do you want to do like collaboration mix up? No, I, I just, I want to do my own stuff. This is my, this is my baby and I'm going to go with it. And like I said, just have fun with it. And, you know, but I respect everybody, man. I just, I'm at the point in my life. I don't want to talk trash anymore. And I will say this, um, Kevin Smith actually wrote something about me on his website or um, on the secret stash about my mask. And I just got in this battle with this, like this, this guy and I, I didn't start reading comments and someone was like, this mask is stupid. And then I wrote back saying, you know, well, what is so stupid? But I'm just curious. So we went back and I'm arguing. And then I'm like, you know, fuck your mother, basically, at one point. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, this is the shit I'm saying. I'm, I'm getting heated. So I click on the fucking dude's Facebook page. It was a fit, man. And I'm like, yeah, man, I think that's my, my wife told me too. She's like, just, just stop with the comment reading and fucking bullshit. I'm like, you know what? It's not worth this little kid. You gonna do? It? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. So anyway, it's all good though. But TJ, I told you this too because you were talking about haters one time, and I just wrote back and I was like, you know what? Ask those fuckers, man, and just like just smile and just say, you know what? You're doing something you want to do. And yes, so hey, I don't man, I got envy you. I wish I was doing that shit. I think I want to be on the road, uh, truck driving, and almost ready to kill myself or somebody every night. <laughs> I'd rather yeah. be fucking. Making Jason mass any day that we can. Rick, I mean, are sure, you yeah, ready to announce? Money, but, are you ready to you know. announce uh, August, or is that not time yet? August for Monster Mania. Yes, it's so funny. Uh, about an hour right before I talked to you guys, um, one of my homegirls hit me up, and she uh, sent me a link to to get in there. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I'm. Just, I have to figure out, man. I mean, I, I plan on going. I do. Okay, if you do, like two weeks, we want to get enough. a booth. Why? Okay. And if we do that, we need to talk to people so we can get them next to each other. So we'll be there with 13 Gallows Lane and, and uh, the Gormore boys. And then we'll ha- I want to have you next door if you're going to go. That way they c- you can say, hey, my podcast is next table down. You can listen to it here, gotcha. here, here. And then the same thing is like, hey, our sponsor's right next door. If you'd like to go over there and check, kind of like that type of thing. Got you. And, and I know like um, my only issue right now is that I haven't flown anywhere for a show yet. Mm-hmm. And Fuck yeah, I do. And because like Mad Monster's coming up in June in Arizona and I know Kane's going to be there and a lot of friends are going to be there and I'm like, fuck. It's just, you know, you know, you go south, you pound bags. I'm trying to figure out like getting all the uh, the details down. But in August, two weeks later is Dragon Con and Dragon Con is in Atlanta and I got into that and that's like a hundred thousand people deep so it's going to be two weeks later so it's going to be a lot but usually august september october is like balls of the wall for me so it's like again i i i want to do it don't think i don't mm-hmm. definitely okay so uh wait i, I have a question though for yes. monster mania real quickly um uh t- tell me like did you have a blast at monster mania yes i loved it uh, i got to meet so many cool people and some of our fans you know uh just realizing that our, the Gornmore name is out there and people recognize me and recognize my cosplays are so awesome. And actually, a, a, a fun thing is uh, one of the people came up to me and, and uh, asked me about my hood. And he said, and your mask is the 13X Studios, right? Like, uh, they, know, nice. they know. They know. Nice. They know. They know. It is cool. And you met my girls over there. Yes. Uh, Kira and Ashley. Okay. With Hanukkah Company. They do jewelry. Uh I yeah, got to yeah. meet the different uh, distributors for the uh, special Blu-ray one releases like Severn, uh, Vinegar Syndrome. I got to talk to those people. Uh, not a lot of uh, prop people, but I got to meet a guy named Donnie Drum. He calls himself on Facebook. He makes props and stuff. He's really cool. I saw, met him at the Halloween 4 screening. Chad would have loved the hell out of that. <laughs> uh, cool. I got to talk to CJ, did some business with CJ for Rick here. 
Uh, yes, sir. Got the approval of CJ for my costume. Got the old thumbs up walking by him. And then I got the picture with him. Uh, really cool guy. Him and his wife both. I uh, really hope that 13 next deal goes through. That is going to be sick as fuck. <laughs> Oh, is it Chad or the big CJ or no West is the West, CJ yes. fan? Yes, I'm a yeah. Um, I just it's real 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 quick. Um, at Mad Monster, I had this little boy. Days of the Dead in January, I had this little boy come in my booth, and it was the first time that he was actually going to meet uh, CJ and Kane, and he was so excited, like super excited. So he got two masks for me, and he's like, "I'm so excited." And as he's talking to me, like CJ came right behind him in my booth and got like right in his face. So the little boy was like, "Oh my god, it was pretty cool, man." CJ's an awesome dude, man. Like he does seem like yeah, really cool. I'd love nice. to talk cool. to him, pick his brain with the Jason and everything. I see some of the uh, stuff uh, TJ had sent me some stuff from. Uh, you know, some of the convention and he was, you know, I like his honesty about the franchise and he seems like pretty down to earth guy. You know, he's not, in, he doesn't seem like one of those guys that just tells you what you want to hear. He tells you the truth about stuff. So I'd like to talk to him. I mean, be cool one day to maybe we can have him on here or whatever. I mean, yeah. he's, he's not a big partier though. That's the only thing I guess pissed me pissed off. I'm like, dude, come drink with us. And he's like, ah, I gotta go to the gym. I'm the same way. I'd rather go to the gym than uh, yeah, always been. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't, I, I don't worry. Monster Mania is my birthday. We're gonna get all fucked up. <laughs> hey, look, I'll, I'll have a drink or I'll have some drinks if I go out. Or oh, Wes, we will feed you drinks, sir. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. Just that we will have thirteen X masks too. made into like some some sort of contraption so we can dump them and make it right into, into like your a mouth. bong where you can dump it into my throat. Absolutely, uh, we will do yeah. this. We'll make this happen. It'll be yeah. collab with Rick. We'll have to cover up the holes though, you know, in the mask <laughs> to make it happen. <laughs> And we don't have kids, man. Like we don't have kids, so that like right there, that's like oh, automatic see, party. In our half, is also. That's half my problem, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've got a bunch here, of hell yeah, man. Am I the only one thinking that kids. drunk West would be hilarious? Oh, I, I, absolutely. Because <laughs> sober, he's uh, as hell. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's that's why I never did drugs my whole life. I never trusted myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason I don't. I don't trust myself. I don't know how I would act on cocaine. It would be crazy. <laughs> I know he's like right to it. In a room, you know, I, mean, I don't know what I'd do to somebody or something yeah. myself or whatever. I'm more afraid of myself than than the drug, you know. Yeah, man, you got to party with me. I don't do any like shit like that, but I just fucking drink and shit. Yes. Oh, yeah. Locked up, man. I will. You will party your ass off with me, man. I promise you have a good time. So, yeah, man. But yeah, that'd be cool to come out. And let's that, review man. 2017-18's uh, Terrifier. This film is close to Rick's heart, and uh, yes, sir. Now, part of mine. Uh, I love this film. The film is released 2017, 2018, depending on where you saw it. Directed and written by Damien Leone, right? Yes. Okay. Produced by Phil Falcons, Damien Leone, and George Stuber, right? Chad? Yes. yes. Okay. Starring David Howard Thornton, Jenna Cannell, Catherine Chad Corcoran. Corcoran. Music by Paul Wiley. Cinematography by George Stuber. Excellent cinematography and that color grading, guys. That color grading is phenomenal. Edited by Damien Leone. Distributed by Dread Central Presents. Is that Damien's company? Yes. Released March 15th, 2018 on Netflix. A runtime of 86 minutes. Here's the trailer, people. Well, that's not it. <laughs> there we go. What if that guy did this to your car? What guy? The clown? sort of stranded. She has a flat tire and no spare, and I was kind of hoping you could pick us up. We are not safe here. This guy is armed, and he's a total maniac. wrong with you what did you think he was gonna hack me up into little pieces or something (laughs) 
Wow. So let's jump into the plot. So Monica, a journalist, interviews a severely disfigured woman on a new show who is the lone survivor of a massacre that took place on Halloween night one year ago. Monica mentions that the assailant, assailant known as Art the Clown, disappeared from the morgue, but the woman empathetically asserts that she saw him die. In her dressing room after, after the show, Monica mocks the woman's appearance while on the phone for, to a friend. The disfigured woman, who has been eavesdropping on Monica's conversation, attacks her and gouges out her eyes, laughing maniacally. Two friends, Tara and Dawn, leave a Halloween party. Dawn is very drunk, so Tara suggests they sober up before driving home. <clears throat> Excuse me. They see a man dressed as a mime-type black-and-white clown standing in the alley behind them, carrying a large trash bag. Tara is concerned, but Dawn brushes it off, under the impression he's part of a Halloween prank. The girls find a local pizza restaurant and order some food. The man in a clown costume arrives moments later and continuously stares at Tara across the room, unnerving her. Dawn makes light of the situation by taking selfies with him. Eventually, the clown is kicked out of the restaurant for smearing blood and feces all over the bathroom walls. After Dawn and Tara leave, Art returns and kills both restaurant workers, decapitating one, fashioning, fashioning the severed head into a jack-o'-lantern, and stabbing the other multiple times in the face. The women discover that Dawn's car has a flat tire, so Tara calls her sister Vicky and asks her to pick them up. While they wait, Tara asks to be let out into the... Asked to be let into an old <laughs> warehouse to use the building's restroom. Mike, an exterminator working in the building, reluctantly lets her in. While inside, Tara investigates a noise and comes across a strange cat lady <laughs> who is apparently under the delusion that a doll she's cradling is her child. Meanwhile, while Dawn waits in the car, there, there is a police warning broadcast on the radio that says there has been a double murder at the pizza restaurant and the killer has been described as a man in a black and white clown costume. Dawn realizes it is the man they saw before she she can warn Tara. Art gets in the car and sedates her with the, with a syringe. Tara finds that she is locked in the warehouse and stumbles upon Art grinning <laughs> maliciously at her. He then proceeds to chase her into the garage where she hides from him under the car in the building's parking lot. When she tries to escape, Art stabs her in the Achilles tendon with a scalpel multiple times, but she manages to kick him off after chasing her throughout the building. Art finally locates Tara and injects her with the sedative. She wakes up tied to a chair. Art terrorizes her with a hacksaw. He then pulls down a sheet to reveal Dawn hanging upside down from a device in front of her. Art then uses the hacksaw to cut to cut to decunt Dawn <laughs> completely in half well, why her not? genitals through her skull. Decunt her. <laughs> it takes a selfie with her corpse. Similarly, to what Don has done with her, with him earlier at the pizzeria. <laughs> We're all fucked up today. <laughs> oh, man, that's that's the best slip of the tongue ever. <laughs> While Art is temporarily distracted with Dawn, Tara escapes her bonds and flees. Art finds her, but she beats him with a large wooden plank, appearing to gain the upper hand, until Art produces a gun and shoots her in the thigh. I didn't see that part coming. No, nobody did. I didn't expect him to pull out a gun. <laughs> she tries to call, crawl away, but he shoots her two more times, retrieves more ammunition, then kills her off by shooting her several more times in the head. The cat lady witnesses this and flees, eventually managing to locate Mike and beg for his help, to no avail, as Mike crudely dismisses her as insane. She then discovers her baby is missing and seeks out Art. She finds him in the building's basement, holding her doll in his hands. She attempts to reason with him and asks if he's ever felt a mother's touch, before comforting, <laughs> Art, <laughs> before comforting Art by cradling him as he sucks on his thumb. <laughs> Art locates Mike having a conversation on the phone with his friend and renders him unconscious by hitting him on the head with a hammer. Vicky arrives at the building and is lured to the basement by Art, who is impersonating Dawn via text. He then dis disguises himself as an injured terror, having scalped the cat lady and lacerated, his <laughs> lacerated her chest and wearing her hair and breasts as a pair of a disguise. He totally went Ed Gein right there. <laughs> Before giving chase throughout the building with Vicky cornered in a closet, Art spots Vicky in a little hole on the closet and starts laughing at her. Meanwhile, Art walks away and suddenly starts shaking on the closet door. Art stops the shaking reluctantly as Vicky starts to cry. Art turns his attention to Will, who's arriving, who's arrived at the building looking for Mike. Art is then seen decapitating him. Art then finds and attacks Vicky, but fails to suffocate her with plastic. She finds a masonry nail on the ground and stabs Art in the foot. While escaping the building, she finds Tara's mutilated corpse and pauses. Art then sneaks up behind Vicky and slashes her several times with an improvised Cat-09 tails before Mike arrives and knocks him unconscious. 
Mike calls the police, but is unwilling to stay at the building due to Vicky's severe blood loss from her injuries. However, they are locked in. Art appears and overpowers Mike with a large canister, then bashes him in the head and his giant shoe. While Vicky manages to escape and lock herself in a nearby garage to which Art cannot enter, Art is seen taunting Vicky with a bike horn to get her attention. (laughs) (laughs) Upon hearing Sire, she runs back out only to be rammed by Art in a truck. The police arrive and, w- and witness Art eating Vicky's face, and after a standoff, Art turns to commit suicide by shooting himself in the head with a pistol. An officer inspects Vicky. What the fuck was that? As he learns he's still alive, the bodies are taken to the morgue. After inspecting Mike's corpse, the doctor opens Art bag- Art's body bag, revealing his face with a menacing smile. Art kills the coroner by strangling him. One year later, Victoria... <laughs> Someone's pissing. <laughs> One year later, Victoria is released from a hospital. And so fitting for the movie. Yeah, one year later, Victoria's released from a hospital and into the custody of her parents, and is revealed to be the disfigured woman from the beginning of the film. Okay, so story well, time. Was someone just pissing? Yes. <laughs> that was me. I had to kill that. <laughs> Holy shit. It was terrible. I was going to burst. I thought it was a special effect, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? No. Well, next no, time, next deal, time take man. your headset off. We all heard What the that. fuck? Why would you take your headset with you? You're not. I don't know, dude. I, 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 <laughs> that was hilarious. That was funny. Oh, I'm not even editing that out. Fuck I, that. That is awesome. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't think you guys were going to hear it. <laughs> Ladies and By gentlemen. By the time you guys heard it mentioned, it was too late. I was in Ladies and street, gentlemen, so. we give you wet pissing. <laughs> <laughs> so, story time with Rich Dzinski. Uh, listen, um, I, I just, uh, <coughs> we're just pissing. I want to throw this in. Um, I'm an addition mask of Art the Clown I have for Spooky the Empire. Um, I, I do make an Art the Clown mask already. Yes. And I said, I want to do something that's going to be limited. I'm never going to make it again. So I got to come up with something crazy. So I actually even hit up Damien. I'm like, I got to create something fucked up. So, of course, I came across with uh, uh, art in the feces in the bathroom. That's what's on the mask. <laughs> that's awesome. So there's shit all over the mask that says art. And uh, it came out really cool. I made it bloody. I made it just like shitty. And it was uh, pretty crazy. So would you call that, do, would you call that a work of art? It was the work of art. <laughs> oh, waka waka. So I, I do want to tell you guys. Um, so um, you know, I met David a while ago at another couple of conventions, and I really liked him. He's a good dude. And um, so this was my last convention I did. It was the first time that I met Damien, and I saw him. He was with David. We went. Within 10 minutes, man, I think we were like BFFs. Like, uh, Damien's from Staten Island. I'm a big fucking diehard Wu Tang fan. Like, everything yeah, me just too, clicked. Man. Yeah, man. The, What's actually, your favorite Wu Tang member, real quick? Uh, really, to be honest with you, everybody always asks me at the time, and I just, I seriously just have a little, I, I love all of them. I mean, like, <coughs> Bastard, obviously, just, I just, I think he was just so different, but, um, he was like my favorite mess. when I was younger, but when I got older, I started mess. Like, Jizza a lot. Yeah. Jizza, yeah, oh, yeah, they're great. great. Jizza is so awesome. I love Jizza. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, huge woo. But um, I, I think 10 minutes in the conversation with Damien, like 10 minutes in our conversation, I think I already, I locked a deal in to be in a, in a Terrifier 2, so that's pretty cool. That's so awesome. you guys will be seeing me doing something in there. I got that down. But uh, no, man, they're good dudes, man. What just would you do if they, had, let me ask you, what would you do if yes, they, had, they had a part in Terrifier 2, but it was, you had to almost, it was kind of a like a remake of, um, you had to do something like that. Uh, I think it was the uh, black dude in Pulp Fiction. That one scene. What would you do? Would you still do it? I, uh, no, not at all. Okay, I would. Fuck I was just asking. I wouldn't do it either. I'm just saying. No, <laughs> I mean that would I mean, suck. It wouldn't it? If it's like, yeah, I got a part for you, and next thing you know, you're, you're gonna, gonna get, get fucked in the ass. <laughs> yeah, no, no, thank you. Art the gimp. <laughs> I just wondered how far you go. Yeah, I, I mean, know. listen, if I was an actor, I would do it, but. I all I want to do is wear in, in the background because it's going to be Halloween night. Um, yeah. Just the, one of my masks in the background. That's all I want to do. You know, that's no, that's, no, that's, I don't that's, blame you. I wouldn't. There's, I got to yeah. learn stuff. I do too. Yeah. Know? Hopefully, he doesn't say like, um, you know, you're gonna get fucked in the ass because I, oh, I don't, I don't think horrible. I'm gonna do that. Imagine so, if he yeah. said, "I'm gonna on art's film, gonna fuck you up the ass." Yeah, art's gonna fuck you in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Would you pass or no? I mean, I, I would, I would again. I'm not an actor, so I would definitely pass. Yeah, um, I'd have to and, say no, thank you. But Sorry. then you could go to cons and sign, sign autographs as the guy that got fucked by art. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Not only do I make masks, but I got fucked in the ass by Art the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> I know, um, uh, that David. Is cool, though. 
David is um the uh, one of the things I do want to say when we start talking about this again. Uh, David is is going to be he's going things in the future form are, are are looking so bright, man. That guy's kick ass, man. Like mm-hmm. he is really like he's one of those fucking method actors, bro. That he's going to fucking really big Joker fan. And I'm like, I I hope, man, a Joker down the road, you know, finds him because he will kill that fucking scene, dude. This guy's fucking awesome, man. Like, he's just really method actor and just like a cool dude on top of it. Like, he, you can tell he really gets in a fucking character. And I love that about people, man, you know, that can that do it all. So, yeah, man, he was awesome in it. Fucking awesome. So, do you anyway. know his favorite kill? What, my favorite kill? Uh, no, David's. Oh, David's favorite kill. Wish you know, I was gonna hit him up with some questions, and I completely fucking uh, forgot about everything. So, um, but I will ask him. I'll see him this weekend. So, hell yeah, right on. So. I imagine the vagina kill. I mean, that the slice. <laughs> I, 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 oh, man, that part was brutal, man. Yeah, that was that was awesome, man. That scene made me cringe. Yes, like I don't, I don't get, I don't get. I didn't even have a vagina. I felt like it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure about that, Wes? <laughs> not, no, Matt, you know what? No, I'm not. No, no. <laughs> Check after we get off this podcast. <laughs> I mean, get you did just take out. a piss. Get so. the mirror out and go look down. <laughs> so, uh, so did, you guys all enjoyed it, though. You, you yes, all really liked it. I yeah, loved it. I liked I it. Really I, thought, I thought for a horror movie coming out with all the all the ideas that have been used and the, and the, you know, people reusing stuff, I thought it was a good movie, you know, for especially for something new coming out. I thought it was a cool idea for a new character that you can build off of. It was neat. And he has Definitely. a supernatural element to him at the end. Yeah, you didn't yes. he does. Yes. He does, yeah. And that will pretty much just make the franchise so much cooler yeah. as, as going forward because then they can branch off really on that supernatural element and then he can start teleporting places. Well, and this, then he can start... This, this I want to add, and this is actually in my notes, this is actually not the first appearance of Ark the Clown. It is not. And in the other, uh, he was in uh, All, All Hallows Eve. Eve. And he, they yes. played up the supernatural elements in that a little bit more. Oh. Mm-hmm. And that, that but, wasn't David. No, that wasn't I know. David. No, that was a different actor. That wasn't David. Different actor. Yes. But Damien directed that, too. Yes, Damien so. directed that. And I, I actually want to see that, too. But I wanted to, I wanted to focus on this mm-hmm. solely just for this review. Absolutely. I do want to say that I didn't, it was funny. Like, you know, when people go up to do talking to him you know about you know terrifier and everything and obviously like me and him are talking about crazy other shit i guess the whole time but uh i and he, he will listen to this so and one thing i do want to give him props to man and i know tj you sent something over to me today about it like the fucking lighting in this movie was fucking insane it was neat it was, yeah. it was awesome it was, it was so like it. different it was so 80s cheesy throwback i fucking loved it man it was it was awesome i think a lot of this movie was a throwback to 80s like i feel like if this movie came out in the 80s it would have been a huge franchise yeah uh the color grading on the footage like i said uh, earlier to uh in the podcast and to rick and uh i just feel like it added like a certain nuance to the film and definitely a uh, different atmosphere uh so, especially with the music, the music was very synth horror-y, uh, especially in the garage scene, whenever Art's uh, kind of like peeking into the cars and stuff. Uh, very 80s feeling. You know, I noticed this, and this is actually in my notes, and that scene, uh, there's two homages in that scene that I noticed. Uh, the part where Art takes the scalpel and scrapes it down the car was a little nod to Freddy Krueger. Okay. And if you uh-huh. notice, the music had piano notes that were very much like Halloween. Sure did. Yep, you're right. That's awesome. I saw it. There was a couple other things, man. I wish I wrote them down because I just I, watched I, it again recently. I, I, I have them written down. I, I have them written down. They're probably they might be the same thing. Okay, so let's, let's give them to me. Let's move on to Chad's notes then. Okay, so my opening notes. Uh, the opening scene uh, was a definite definite nod to Nightmare on Elm Street, where the first Nightmare on Elm Street you see Freddy making his glove, and you see Art making his little tools of torture. Definitely very Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, my next note was about the uh, where he scrapes the scalpel on the car was just like Freddy and the mm-hmm. notes and the music reminded me of Halloween. Uh, the scene where Tara is tied up was a direct nod to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, where yeah. uh, Sarah yeah. Harding was tied up and they were having a dinner scene. She was tied up in pretty much the same way. Uh, Art riding the bike was a nod to Billy, the puppet from Saw. Yep. Uh, this might this might just be me noticing something. It may be just complete coincidence, but I thought the scene um, it was uh, Tara's sister. She looks over in the corner, and there's all these rats in the corner. I thought that might have been a little uh, thing, a little Willard right there. Willard, yeah. 
Okay. And, uh, where he attacks her with plastic over the face, trying to stretch, trying to suffocate her. Black was Christmas. Black Christmas. Yep. So yep. There, was, there was a lot of nods to a lot of horror pop culture there. I thought that was really, really cool. Okay. Uh, anything from behind the scenes, Chad? The, uh, my behind the scenes uh, work, there's not a lot that I found. It's a little light. And I kind of wanted to keep it a little light. That way we give Rick a lot more time to talk. Okay. But uh, uh, David Howard Thornton, the actor who played Art, he has previous mime experience, which he utilized for his performance. That made, that's what made him so effective, is he was actually a mime at one point. Nice. Yep, yep. The mm. ambulance that drives past when Dawn's in her car, completely unplanned. That was an actual ambulance that drove through when they were filming that scene. Oh, and they, shit. And yeah, and they left that in. That's cool as fuck. It, it was just a yeah, coincidence. Yeah, it's very cool. It's it just a coincidence, but it worked so well for that scene. I love that. Uh, I said this is the second appearance of Art. He was in All Hallows Eve. The uh, pizza scene, the pizza shop scene, uh, it was originally supposed to be a burger joint, but uh, the director changed it when he realized that both Jenna Cannell and Catherine Corcoran are vegetarians. Oh, come oh, on. Shit. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I got to change my life because my girlfriend's a vegetarian. Now this. <laughs> It's just a nice thing they did for them. I mean, it's, I think it's I'm going to ask Damien about this, too. I'm going to make sure mental notes of this because I'm going to ask. Well, he's going to listen to it. So we're going to talk about this. Yes. Pretty funny. Feel free. To I mean, it's pretty I, cool, I, though. I actually, the girls that, he used were really hot. I'll give them that. So yeah. they could be vegetarians all they want. This is on the Internet movie. <laughs> movie I, I, found out. Yeah. Um, I do find it hard. That they don't like meat, though. Just saying. <laughs> I don't know. After, after the ending of that movie, I think just about everybody wanted to be a vegetarian. Yes. Uh, the jack o' lantern in the pizza pizza parlor was all CGI. He wanted it. Uh, they say he wanted to add it to make it seem more festive for Halloween. Uh, Jenna Cannell insisted on remaining tied up between takes, so it would make her feel psychologically it's like she was really tied up throughout the whole scene. Hell yeah! And just my little note: she was also in um, the movie The Bye Bye Man the same year. Mm. Really? Is, yeah. That's the black haired girl, right? Yeah, that's the black haired girl. Yep. Uh, Rick, do you have anything to add from behind the scenes that you know? Uh, well, uh, I know, um, uh, and Damien does like, he's, you know, hardcore in the special effects. So that's, um, you know, I know he did special effects on the movie. So, um, and that's what his background's from. So, um, so I'm sure anything in the future, you're going to see a lot of crazy stuff that he's going to do. So mm -hmm. no, I'll. I'll just, I listen, man. I like, you, you know, when TJ asked me about this, you know, like, hey, we review a movie and just have, you know, a good time with it. Like, you know, I, I don't look at a lot of D. So I just, you know, turn the movie on and just have a good time with it and see if I like it or not, mm -hmm. you know. And, um, but I'll, I'll tell you the funny, quick little story. Yes, um, please do. This is, this, uh, but, uh, so randomly, Damien actually said to me, he's like, bro, you know, like, just real quiet too. He's like a real humble dude. And he's like, yeah, what's your favorite movie of all time? And I told him, I said, aside from all the Friday 13th and stuff, just let's say like outside of the horror world, you know, I'm the biggest Pulp Fiction fan. And he's like, well, that's most people say that. What would be your favorite? And man, I'm going to shock a lot of motherfuckers out there, but my second favorite movie of all time, I don't even want to let you guys guess because you'll have to see if you know, it's on Netflix right now. Scarface. Matt Dillon's in it. Timothy uh, Hutton's Outsiders. in it. Oh, no. Timothy Hutton's in it. Natalie Portman's in it. Michael Rappaport's in it. I hate that guy, Mac. And you guys never fucking <laughs> seen it. Uh, Beautiful Girls is the name of the movie. I never saw that. Let I, me I, tell I you heard something. Of it. I... For me, as a movie buff, and Pulp's my favorite movie of all time, for me to say a movie is that fucking amazing. You need, everybody out there needs to go to fucking Netflix and watch Beautiful a movie about a bunch of dudes kind of like after college trying to get their lives on it's fucking fantastic natalie porton plays like this underage girl that timothy hutton kind of has a crush on hilarious huh. i have to put that on. i like movies a lot too and so. uh, jonathan uh, jonathan demi directed silence of the lambs correct yes so ted demi was the director um yeah man so uh yeah fucking check out beautiful girls it's fucking awesome excellent so every episode, yes, Wes, Wes always has this question. So Wes, what's the big question for this movie? 
Uh, oh, well, you mean I have a oh, question yes. in general for yes. movies? Well, I like to try to, you know, if something's good, there's also, you know, um, I, I like this movie a lot. Uh, not much to knock or anything like that. Um, I just had two questions. I don't know if you could answer it or maybe I missed it in the movie and just didn't see it. So excuse my ignorance if that's the case. Uh, one of them was I didn't understand the garbage bag. The, um, I, I never explained bring what was in it. The garbage <laughs> bag was his tools, all of his little implements. Because they actually but showed him when they're in the basement. Did they going, show him you reaching in it or yes. no? Yes, yes, it was in. That's where oh, he, was, okay. he was digging right. all of his tools out of that. Okay, so I'm just an idiot. Okay, so then that that clears that up. And the other thing is, um, I wish they would have maybe went into more where, like, once I saw how supernatural he was at the end, mm-hmm. I kind of was left with thinking to myself, like, God, I wish it would have almost shown how he became like this or what he exactly is. Yeah. Um, it kind of left me. I hopefully when they make the second one. I, I'm hoping that the director delves into more of about the clown itself and his origins. I think I I think people would like that too. I, I you know I, I than just going right into slashing people I up. Mystery, you know I disagree entirely. The mystery is what makes it better. That's why I like Michael Myers in the first Halloween. That's why I like the little character Sam in Trick or Treat. You don't know who or what they are, and it's not really important to know who or what they are. It, it, not knowing what they are makes them more mm. scary. I, this is I want to say this if. Okay, so Damien already wrote part two scripts, so they're going to be doing that. So me, hope you don't find out. I hope it's just another total, like the first one, like slash or blah, blah. And then for the third one, maybe go back in time and then just kind of show. Kind of like, like a prelude. Yeah, terrifying. Man, I think that would work pretty be, good. That'd be awesome. As long as I, and that, that's fine. I just think in time is this, if he's going to make the sense of some kind of franchise, it needs to be explained at some point exactly what he is at some point you know you right. can't just have mystery the whole time i think it's it's cool up to a certain point with mystery but then you're like you kind of want to know more like about this clown you well, know that's the production thing company get bought out by blumhouse and then it just gets becomes another slasher film right yeah which which could yeah which could actually happen because blumhouse has already made a bid for the f13 franchise also so now damien the, you said dread central presents is his company Mm-hmm. I think so. So does he run the website Dread Central? Oh, maybe it's not then. Oh, I thought it was. I know. I think he has his own. I don't know. I need to find out. I really don't even know. What? What? Have you been on the website a lot? I have in the past. Yeah, I used to go. That was my. That used to be my go-to for horror news. And uh, now it's oh, they're probably not. It's that's probably not. It's probably they're just maybe like just like a partnership deal kind of deal. A partnership. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. For like a wider distribution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody likes partnerships and wider distribution. So, uh, we have a section. Douche of the movie used to be the Glazer character. We found a name for it called the Douche of the movie. Uh, who's the Douche of the movie? Anyone? The only Douche mm-hmm. in the movie was Art himself. And it wasn't because of the killing. For me, what made him the douche of the movie was shitting all over the walls. Of the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to really pick one. I'd, I'd probably have to agree. It's probably him. There wasn't a really guy like, uh, yeah, aside you from know, him, everybody uh, else was or the pizza there wasn't guy. A glazer. The there pizza guy was kind of douchey. Yeah, yeah he, he was. was. Yeah, yeah, he was kind of douchey. Um, there's not anyone like Packard in the race. I mean, he's the ultimate douche. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's uh, yeah, I'd, I'd go with Art or the pizza guy. Yeah. It's a good one. I'm from New York. The pizza places, that's how everybody is. Like, just kind of that douchey pizza dude, yeah. you know, the Italian from guy. Jersey that's myself, like, yeah. yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So, I, I, I sympathize with the guy. If I had to scrub shit off the walls at one in the morning, I'd be pretty pissed, too. <laughs> Time yeah. and a half! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, at least. He but goes now, out now, he's like, Art eating. where are you? Art just pops up with that fucking cleaver. It's just like, but, but listen, though, was Art maybe the day before in the morning? Did he eat the pizza there? And then he just wanted to get it back and just shit all over the walls? Maybe he had like diarrhea. <laughs> True. Maybe he just hated the pizza that it's much. Just, yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good start shit. Uh, oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, man. So, rating, I'm going to give this. Wait, 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 wait. wait. We got to do the discussion points. Okay. Discussion points. Okay, favorite kill, guys. Favorite kill would be Hacksaw D. Hunter. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Me, mine too. Yeah. That's obvious, I think. Uh, me too, but like on the flip side, like you guys talked about a little while ago when, when Art took the gun out, which was so fucking unexpected. Like to me, that was kind of what the fuck? Did he just have a. I felt like someone? I was watching yeah, Silent was Night, cool. Deadly Night 2. 
Yeah. <laughs> he pulls out the fucking gun. He's like, what? Yeah, this like, is not a slasher. That was shock. Garbage yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was very unexpected. You don't see that in a slasher. Only but I am, I, want, I want to tell you guys, I am, I host a party once a month at a, a little, uh, uh, it's actually at a comic book store called Gods and Monsters. Mm-hmm. have a bar in the back called vault 5421 and i do like i've done purge i've done nightmare on elm street i've done you know like a king hotter inspired party but um yeah, it always ends up around the show last episode mm-hmm. we always put on a uh we always put off terrifier on like the end of the night and it's like when it gets to the you know the fucking slice of the vagina everyone's just like what the fuck it's just, <laughs> that was our ritual yeah <laughs> Actually, the last party I did was all Kane Howder inspired, and I said, I'm not putting fucking Terrifier on. Sure enough, 12 o'clock, fucking, you got the TV with Terrifier. <laughs> yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Okay, so best scene. Uh, I like that uh, garage sequence of him looking in the cars and stuff. That's probably my favorite. Me, hands down, the uh, selfie uh, pizza scene is fucking just awesome. Yes. Awesome. Uh, I, well, that I was going to say, are you talking about uh, the one where he smiles? Yeah, when the girl. Yeah, that's my. Like, I was just going to mention that's that. Yeah, that's my favorite too. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, that, great that's scene. what I thought too. The whole the whole scene with him in the pizza parlor and just kind of glaring at Tara. Then he kind of smiles at her and tries flirting with her. Then goes back to glaring at her. Could, could I throw one negative in? And I, you know what's funny? And here's another thing. So when Damien's listening, uh, he's gonna he's, he's gonna fucking start laughing. This is one of the, the negatives I, I threw at the new Halloween, and I really enjoyed it. I, I t- but a lot of the things that it showed in the trailer that didn't show in the movie, it's fucking Halloween night. There wasn't enough ambiance to be Halloween night. Like, I know there were a couple scenes where Michael walked through and there were some kids, but like, I thought they were going to give us like a fucking trick-or-treat fucking land, like pumpkins everywhere and everything. They really didn't do that. And the same thing with Terrifier. It was the night of Halloween. And like, they're really, you know, like, fuck, man. Like, they're really like, no one was out on the streets. No That's one's fucking true. drunk with masks on. But, but I wish I, they added. I love Trick or Treat. It's one of my favorite fucking movies. And I love the ambient fucking fall and leaves and fucking, you know what I'm saying? I, I get that. I, is, I get yeah. that. But I kind of I kind of also got the feeling that it was the end of the night. Everybody's down for the night. Everybody's exhausted. They've done the true, partying. They're true. passed out. The night's over. The curfew was set. The curfew was set. Everybody's just going home. I mean, yeah. they stopped in at the league. Grab a pizza, drunk. Yeah. yeah, they were at a club or something. Yeah, that's, yeah. Kind of, that, that's, that's kind true. of the impression that I got. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but that's that's just what it felt like to me. Is like, you know, Halloween's over. Let's just get the fuck home. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. Okay, yeah. so uh, did the opening scene hook you in? Absolutely. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yeah, with, the, with her attacking yeah. the interviewer, yeah, that was awesome. Okay, so we all agree. <laughs> oh, here's the be- here's the next one: best tits or hottest girl? Oh, the the the, the black hair girl, man. Yeah, instant wood. What's her name? Um, <laughs> the actress or the the, the character? The actress. The, the actress. Uh, hold on. Um, that was I think Jenna Canal. Yeah, yeah, Hands pretty hot. Down. Fuck yeah. What's the girl? She was like a cross between like Naomi, Naomi, uh, not Naomi. What's her name? Nev Campbell. Uh, Nev Campbell and like uh, I don't know, like uh, I, I can't think of it. So she's kind of looked like her a little bit, but I, I think she actually was I better looking. She at that looked a lot though, actually. Like, I thought she looked a lot like the girl. Did you guys ever see the TV show Chuck? No, negative. But no. he does play Shazam now. Yeah, <laughs> Damn, it was a, he was this young guy that was like a spy or something. He looked like the girl on that. Um, she's on a show called FBI now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Missy Peregrine, I think is her name. <laughs> to me, that's who she looked like. But I do want to say best tits was actually Art the Clown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You know what, that I should put that for my for the favorite scene where he's wearing her tits and just parading around <laughs> like fucking Buffalo Bill. That's so yeah. fucking funny. That's why I said he totally went Ed Gein there. He did, and he was like totally prancing and parading around, like, "Ooh, look at me!" <laughs> <laughs> He's very proud of himself. Yeah. And, and, and that scene, he looked like really, really thin, like he looked like Doug Jones or something. He had like a really lithe body. Mm-hmm. I told you, my man is a, a method actor, brother. I'm telling you, watch out for this guy. Very cool. Very cool. Hell uh, yeah! Next question: Did the score set the mood? Absolutely, yeah. dude. Fucking oh fuck up. yeah! Like yeah, I said, the little, I agree. Little, the little notes for Halloween, like I picked up on that right away. I see that TJ. It's cool, they did that. Going into our movie reviews, TJ is the cinematography guy. I'm the score guy. I love a good score. 
Yeah, hell yeah, man. So, favorite character? Art. Oh, Art. Come on. <laughs> Art, of course. <laughs> That's not even a question. The, jan- the janitor. Yeah, Mike's pretty, co- Mike's pretty cool. Mike. Mike. <laughs> the exterminator. You know, I, I did notice this, and this is, this is just funny because later on in the movie after Art's doing all the killing and he's got totally blood stain and everything, I'm sitting there thinking, man, I really hope he has another outfit. Because those stains are never coming out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about the girl with the baby, too, man? That's, I don't Cat know. Man. She, she kind of sold me, man. Yeah, yeah. She was, the gypsy she was, girl? Oh, man. Yeah, she's and fucking kind of crazy. She's actually in the credits listed as Cat Lady, too. <laughs> Cat was, Lady. Yeah, she, that's not something we made up. They called her Cat Lady. That's awesome as fuck, though. Okay, so hmm. was it scary? Wait, like was her, scary? too. Fuck you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, back in the day? Yeah, like, creepy fucking lady that, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chad wants to know if, it, if we thought it was scary. Uh, Fuck yeah. Yes, this is terrifying. Literally. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty scary, yeah. I mean, my girlfriend yeah. never watch this with me. No way. Yeah. yeah. It was just... It was... Yeah, I guess it was scary. Yeah, it was, it was very appropriately named. Especially like, for the first gore. Watch. Yeah. The gore is a little intense. Gore is all... Yeah. Okay, the next question doesn't really apply because the movie's only two years old. Does it hold up today? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Uh, Listen, I said this. I said this right from the beginning. This year, I said like my three favorite: A Star is Born, Bohemian Rhapsody, and Terrifier. And I, I people laugh when I say Terrifier. They're like I'm mocking. I'm like, no, really. Like I thought it was like the best movie of the year. I mean, I don't. Strangers. <laughs> and it's the uh, the spray. It's night. good to see <laughs> something that kind of brings love back horror. You know, from what because I think horror, every, horror horror movies in general is basically like. Like rap is today, if you want to make a comparison. Rap, right. Good rap music. Every, don't Nobody gives a shit about rap now. And it's right. almost horror in that same kind of uh, floating around in that same... Uh, yep. Everyone's always looking at the past at horror movies. And I sure. think it's cool to see something come out nowadays that's actually cool instead of some fucking garbage. You know what right. I mean? And, and exactly. it's the same thing with rap. It's, it's, it's caught in this limbo of... I only listen to 90s shit, like an 80s stuff. <laughs> I don't listen to anything shit you know same thing so um and it's mostly like the horror movie so it's nice to see something that's you know got a future in horror and it's not something some kind of reboot of something you know what i mean like uh, you know where we see michael myers and he's 10 feet tall and then the next movie he's <laughs> you know we need right. something like that you know so I, I like it it's it's cool yeah definitely it's nice to see something that's not being marketed to the pg-13 crowd too Oh, that too. I'm, I've had enough of that. <laughs> yeah, this you know, enough with this horror movies. Let me tell you something. There are some good horror movies, really good horror movies out of PG-13, but they could be so much more if they just got rid of that pussy rating and put an R label on it and made the movie the way it should be. A perfect example of that is Sinister. I thought that movie was great until the end. You see it and you're like, what the fuck just happened? This is not how it's supposed to go down. And uh, I think it's because it has a pg 13 rating on it. They could have done so much more with that movie, made it gruesome. It could have been one of the best horror movies, but they ruined it at the end. Um, that's just how I feel about that movie, but they need more horror movies. Enough with this PG-13 pussy shit. Seriously. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I agree. PG-13. It's not, if you want to do PG-13, then go, go make thriller movies or something. I don't know. They're not for horror movies. Make R rated R again. We'll make horror movies. Rated R rated R rated fucking make yeah. it X or non-rated. I, I did, did you just say thr- thriller movies? Like, like, no, no, I thought no, you were like, throwing like a Michael Jackson uh, little. No, no. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I'm not getting into this right now. Yeah, no, 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 no. I meant like thrill, like thrillers, like 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 something for Robert De Niro or something. I don't know, something like that. Or it, it, yeah. Save it for Disney or something. I don't know. Like, it's not. It's not meant for fucking horror movies. Okay, you don't make PG-13 movies horror. horror right. You know, into horror. It's just that's right. just what I feel. So. Okay. By the way, on another note, just for being movie fans, um, they just came out with, uh, I guess, was it Brad Pitt or DiCaprio? They just posted the uh, the poster for uh, Tarantino's new movie that's coming out this summer. Oh, shit. What is that called? Yeah, it's uh, Brad Pitt and um, DiCaprio's in the front. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or Once Upon a Time in California or something. Hmm. During, you know, about the uh, like the Manson murders. But it's kind of it's going to be like very, very pulpish. And um, yeah. Just read the plot. It's fucking sounds fucking amazing. There's That's so been in the works for years now. I'm I'm a very uh, two years, two years. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've uh, read a ton of books about Manson. I know a lot of stuff about him, and uh, I was been waiting for this film to come out. I hope it's done right. But it's so. not. It's only about it's it, it's it's about it's, the family, right? Uh, not you. Kind of. It's 
it's more about like um DiCaprio's I want to say like uh, a, a western actor from back in the day and he's struggling and Brad Pitt's is his um his stand in his stunt guy and he's just like trying to find work but his neighbor Sharon Tate and so it's mm. it's it's I don't think it's really about Manson it's just kind of during that time frame kind of like summer summer of Sam did you guys see that Spike yes, Lee? Yes. so that yep. kind of like, story it's like what the people felt around when that was <laughs> yeah or that it's was be, about David right. uh, uh, Berkowitz, Berkowitz yeah. they, right? They, they do have. So another, it's going to be more like that. Sorry, they do have another movie coming out this year that is about the Manson family. I, I don't remember the name of it right offhand. I just remember that Matt Smith gotcha. from Doctor Who plays Charles Manson. Ooh. Oh, okay. Hopefully, it's better than Steve Railback's uh, version is of it. Is that all from for the, your uh, questions? Eight, early eighties. No, no. I still got a couple questions. Was the acting good or bad? Incredible. Good. I thought they did a good job. I didn't find anything like I didn't find the acting to be cheesy or anything like that. I thought they did good. And if they did, I think it, it was made like that because it was supposed to be that kind of slashy eighties cheesy. That's how it was right. made. Yeah. Well, most hard. Yeah. Most hard. So, movies. Yeah. It was like an eighties movie. I mean, I said it would have been a huge hit back in the eighties, and it's Definitely. like they they tried to bring you back. You know. Right. No, I thought they, they did a bring, good job you know, doing that. Especially, yeah, especially David playing Art the Clown, perfect. Yeah, oh, awesome. It was the whole, you know, he didn't speak, he didn't even make a noise, nothing. Is he? Is whole, he? He look. He looks real. Is he real skinny in real life? He looks like a rail. He's skinny. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. skinny. He's he looks dude. like he could fit through a, 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 a. I don't know, like something. He looks like he's a, how much? How is he tall? Is he six two or something? Um, probably like. Maybe six. Foot. I, I'm a, I'm six three, so he's probably about maybe six foot okay. right around there. Yeah, that I know. Great. I'm. He looks real thin in that movie. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that was my. Only I, I know that. Um, go, go ahead, go ahead, Rick. go ahead, Rick. go, go. Uh, I was, well, like, um, uh, when we really kind of first met him back in January, um, my wife went, my vi- wife vapes, and they went outside to vape or whatever, and I guess David was out there and. She, bunch of them, and she came back, and I was like, oh, where are you been? She's like, oh, we were outside with David. We were talking shit outside. And um, she said he was doing all these different dialects, like Scottish and Irish and all these different... She's like, yo, this guy's awesome. And it's like, you can just tell he really cares. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's that's a good quality, man, to, for, for these days for being an actor. I mean, he just got character. And like I said, man, I hope he, uh, I hope he gets a Joker gig out there, man, because I think he'll just fucking hammer it, man. Yes. That's pretty cool. Okay, so did you Definitely. guys like the uh, cinematography? I know we've already discussed this. I think yes, cinematography is incredible. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I thought I they did it. a nice job with the shading, the lighting, and yeah, cool. And I loved how, especially with the uh, the scene where Art's in the tunnel with the crazy cat lady, just felt really claustrophobic. Yes. And oh, then, yeah, it's like in a yeah. tunnel or something, yeah. isn't and, it? Like and, a little and, tunnel? Yeah, Yeah, and then the, yeah. the basement or whatever it was looked like, uh, kind of made me think of the boiler room from Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, agree. great cinematography. Okay, so finally, did you guys like the premise? Yes, absolutely. Yep, yep. It. it just balls out the entire movie. Yeah, this, nonstop. Yeah, this 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 was one of the examples of less is more. You know, he had less characters, less backstory to deal with. It just went full on balls to the wall with the gore and the horror and everything. Perfectly done. And you know how this whole thing about clown clowns or i don't even think art was that creepy it was just like the gore he was fucking like the nasty. gore was, it was the gore you know what yeah. i'm saying it wasn't like that real real like the john wayne game you're like oh jesus like art was just fucking nasty just like shit on the walls and slicing vaginas you know what I'm saying? I, 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 I want to disagree with you i thought he was absolutely terrifying and it was all about his facial expressions not very true it was nothing to do with the clown it was just his facial expressions and his yeah. eyes and his, his creepy smile it was just awesome Excellent. So, Jared? yeah. Rating. Uh, I want to give this a four and a half. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd go. Uh, yeah, I'll go four and a half. Mm-hmm. Wes, I'll go. I'll go four. Um, okay, and uh, Rick. I'm going. I, like I said, top three movie of the year. I'm gonna. Man, I mean, I think. Uh, I mean, I don't think it was better than Bohemian Rhapsody, but I'll tell you what, it was my top three movies. I was that fucking enjoy. I like. I loved it, man. I just have a good time watching it, and I could watch it over and over and over, and that for me man and beautiful girls <laughs> on netflix i want to check that out you better check it out bro i'm gonna grill you on it right. I'm you. it's fucking awesome the music it's fucking awesome and I you see not, like i've been bumming all day movie thinking i'm gay <laughs> <laughs> no 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 you're good man you're, 
All right, my girlfriend's the other night Good. just watched Birdcage, okay? Don't do this. <laughs> oh, no. Bird, okay? Bird, oh, fuck. Watch, she, she made a deal with me. She would watch a horror movie if I watched Birdcage. And 20 minutes into this goddamn movie, I thought I was a fucking homosexual. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. So, so going back but, to what yeah. we were talking about before, maybe Wes does have a vagina now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like I yeah. said, I'm going to check. <laughs> yeah. Like fucking... So, before we... Uh, leave out here just a friendly reminder that the gore more podcast is brought to you by 13x studios and is part of the do back discussion podcast network featuring other great podcasts such as hall of heroes the do back discussion podcast and the upcoming bantha babble podcast with your host connor chickiti find those all on dobackdiscussion.net and itunes spotify and now google play yeah, so thank you, Chad. Thank you, Wes. And thank you, motherfucking Rick Stozinski, for joining us yeah, for man. another episode. Yep, thank you, dude. I just want to say one thing. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to um, my buddy Dean Krauth and his Aunt Linda um, for putting those uh, pictures up on our message uh, board for the uh, showing us the Friday the 13th. Uh, his uncle apparently was the owner of the Jeep in the first Friday the 13th, and he put some pictures up of the behind the scenes with it on our message board. So I just want to thank him and his aunt for that. Um, other than that, yeah, it was nice having you on. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to say two little quick things too, man. If, um, if, if everybody out there could still con- continue to go to, um, uh, John Beekler's GoFundMe page and, um, continue, you know, to donate to his family, man, that would be awesome, especially for the horror community. Also another little quick thing we didn't get into, but, um, I know TJ, um, was talking to me about Adam of the woo. Who's, um, you know, has a big YouTube channel and Adam's been a close friend for a very long time. Actually, I did a short film a long time ago. I shot it and Adam actually was in a part. And, um, so TJ was asking maybe to get Adam on the show and I did send a message over to him and he actually told me he's going to be at Spooky Up and get to talk to him and I'll, uh, we'll go over and I'll try to get Adam on the show for you guys. So right on. Awesome. Man. I but appreciate I appreciate you guys uh, bringing me on here. You know, I hope I could be and uh yeah i look forward to doing it man i uh it was just like i said a you know a real tough day today just with everything in general i'm just stressed with this convention this is how i get at times and then just the whole thing with with beekler passing away and just everybody's sad and it's like just it's it sucks for the horror community you know yeah. yes it does i'm glad i feel a lot year. better talking to you guys today though i feel a lot better right now man. thank you had some laughs well, that's and it's good man yeah good, that's man. cool man i'm glad you I'm liked it i'm glad you were on i can't wait to come back on for something else next time so it's gonna be cool Got a lot of cool info, a lot of cool, like, uh, you know, little things to talk about, you know, that you know of. So it's neat. Cool. Thank you. Neat hearing it. TJ Bowser signing off. Chad Christman saying, see ya. Wes, the preserver. <laughs> Bane saying, see ya. Was that the, the Bane? Were you doing the Bane <laughs> right there? I'm, I'm doing, doing that. that. I'm doing the, the, from Popcorn, the movie. The oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You, remember the, you know that movie? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I do. <laughs> And this is Rick Staczynski with 13X Studios. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Rick.